Hello, reader. I'm Alex. I'm Kelly. And this is the Litroy Podcast. Okay, readers, today is our favorite day of the week. It's Fun Friday. Fun, fun Friday. Friday. And we're going to be sharing with you, this is a two-part Fun Friday, a two-Friday. The part one and part two are both themed great reads from 2023. So, Kelly, let's take it away. I know. There's so many good ones, so that's why we had to break it into two parts. So let's dive in. Okay, first on the list, no surprise, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. And we already have the second book out as well, Iron Flame. It's rare to get two books in the same year, so I'm really excited about this. And this book, I'm going to read the little spiel really quick. It says, Enter the brutal and elite world of a war college for dragon writers from the best-selling author Rebecca Yaros. So Rebecca is also a romance author, and his this is kind of her first dive into, I'm going to call it new adult. Yeah, epic adult. fantasy, new adult. And, yeah. and wow, she did an incredible job. Nailed it. Huge following. We got dragons, adventure. We got magic. We got a school for these dragon riders to learn how to ride said dragons. And there's enemies to lovers romance. I'd say like a mini love triangle. And it's the first book in a five-book series. So... Boom. Number one for a good reason. All right. Number two, great reads from 2023. We're going to take like a hard left into paranormal in this adult urban fantasy. It is book two in Lee Bardugo's series, the Alex Stern series. It is Hellbent. Hellbent, I loved just as much, if not more than book one. And Lee Bardugo takes us to Boston to this you know, paranormal adventure, not even really adventure. It's a paranormal mystery. And this student, Alex Stern's a little rough around the edges. And you learn about her in book one. In book two, she is uh, trying to solve some problems with these houses at uh, Yale. And essentially the houses are real. Mm. So Lee Bardugo went to Yale and these houses like Skull and Bones, you kind of might remember that from just pop culture. They are these real kind of clubs the students are a part of. And there's a murder mystery happening. And this book, I love this series. It is dark. There's definitely macabre themes. Mm. And it is a fantastic read for like a creepy escape and beautifully written. Definitely falls within the realms of magic and horror. I would highly recommend if any of those are kind of sparking curiosity. It was very well written. Yeah, it was really good we read that for a book club and it was just so fun to have the premise be like a secret society that like you do not talk about yep and then on top of that ghosts and paranormal murder mystery well done very well done all right number three on our list is divine rivals by rebecca ross i know alex and i have been really you know shouting from the rooftops how much we've really loved this book we got to inter- interview rebecca it was incredible and we recommend this one because it is often recommended um, to people who really enjoyed Fourth Wing and want something new to read. And I think the reason it's being recommended is it's, you've got again, like this enemies to lovers or like he fell first. You've got magic. You've got a little bit of mythology in there. It's a YA fantasy duology. And it feels a little bit like a historical fiction. I feel like I learned some things in there too, because Mm -hmm. she does such an incredible job building this this world. Um, But they're in a war between two gods. We're going to get a lot more information about that in the next book, Ruthless Vows, when it comes out in December of 2023. Right. And as you're listening to this, it might be December and it's coming out soon. So I'm like, better read book one and get book two in. 
Awesome. Okay. Book four on our 2023 reading list is The Last Tale of the Flower Bride, Bride by Roshani Chosky. And I adored how magical realism this book felt. So when reading it, you feel very immersed in these visceral experiences of like food and flowers and nature. And also there's this very creepy undertone. So there's like hair art and macabre, like, like, you know, skulls on the, the walls, like taxidermied animals. So you get this very rich tapestry of, of beautiful magical realism and kind of a lyrical writing. And also there is in this book, there is a mystery and you kind of know that there's a mystery from page one, but it is difficult to know what the mystery is, who's missing, who's there. And um, I just loved how visceral and beautiful this book was. It's, uh, I'll read this this one sentence, a sumptuous, a sumptuous gothic-infused story about a marriage that is unraveled by dark secrets, a friendship cursed to the end in, tra- in tragedy, and the danger of believing in fairy tales. So this is an adult novel and it is beautiful, beautifully written. And I would highly recommend if you're wanting something a little creepy and very whimsical. Yeah. Feels almost like a dark fairy tale. For sure. A less, less horror to me and just more suspense and like, yes. the gothic vibe. Yeah. Very much. Okay. That brings us to number five on our list, which is The Stolen Air by Holly Black. And this is where we get to return to the big, the world of Elfheim has lots of intrigue, betrayal. Of course, it's going to be dangerous. And we get to follow Jude's brother, Oak. So, uh, and as well as the changeling queen, Surin. And so this is the first book in the duology from Holly Black um, in the Stolen Air duology. And I'm all, it's got Fae. I'm excited about that. Yep. Always love reading about the Fae. And this is considered a YA fantasy. There is some romance in here. And it's a continuation of the Folk of the Air series, which are... I mean, we personally love so much as well as, you know, all of our customers, people we talk to, like this series is so big. People love it. And so I'm so glad that we're returning to it and getting a little bit more backstory. I love me some backstory. Yep. Awesome. Number six on our list is Swordcatcher by Cassandra Clare. And I literally just finished this book this morning Uh and loved it. Cassandra Clare for the first time ventures into the adult fantasy genre and It was beautifully written. I felt like there were moments where Cassie's descriptions were just so beautiful and compelling. And I wanted to be in this seaside kingdom that is the setting of this of this story. But I also just fell deeply in love with the characters, which I feel like Cassie has such a talent for to create Mm -hmm. these these very dynamic characters. So it's two outcasts find themselves caught in a web of forbidden love, dangerous magic, and dark secrets that could change the world forever in the start of a riveting epic fantasy series. So this is book one. Book two, Ragpicker King, is well, Cassie's working on it right now. And I am dying to know more about it because book one ends in all these cliffhangers. I'm personally deeply in love with three of the characters, and you have no <laughs> idea what's going to happen to them in the end of book one. I wonder if it's a trilogy. I don't she know. She usually writes trilogies. She, yeah. I don't, I don't know how many years. I would, I would read 10 in this series because I love book one so much. So, All right. Number seven on the list, lucky seven, is Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson. So I know this book really took everybody by storm when Brandon did his own Kickstarter yes. around this and released it and when it funded very quickly. Yes. And blew through so many records in Kickstarter. 
And it is, I've heard nothing but amazing things yeah. about it. It's supposed to be such a cozy read. It's almost like a Princess Bride kind of vibes. Is what yeah, I'm it hearing. was a retelling of the Princess Bride. Yes. Okay. And I actually believe that his family, uh, he was speaking with someone in his family and they're like, well, why does Princess Buttercup need to be saved by um, Wesley. But Wesley? And and he kind of wrote the story as a response to that. And it was a bit of a surprise for his audience because it's not this epic fantasy, but um, definitely still has the adventure that you find in his books. So. It does. It has literal epic fantasy, which is very Brandon. It's pirates, which, of course, that's mm-hmm. always a, a winning combo. Lots of adventure. Again, a little bit of romance. So, yeah, this yep. is going to be such a perfect, cozy read for me. Okay, next up, number eight on our list is Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. I just feel like no one quite does science plus romance like Allie. And I am very excited that this made it onto our list. I love contemporary romance and the comedy in her books. And I feel like I also love these little nerdy science moments. And I I think Allie Hazelwood is one of the best writers at giving us a beautiful plot and beautiful romance in a contemporary romance novel. She's fantastic. Yes, I love Allie. I know. And this one's going to be really fun to read. There's a few that are kind of in theme with this. So if you read any of Allie's other books, for sure, put this on your list. Perfect. All right. Number nine on our list is The Adventures of Amina Al-Sarafi by Shannon Chakraborty. I don't speak Arabic, but I did my best. And the reason this is on our list is it is a best-selling author of the series, The City of Brass. And this is a new trilogy that she is starting um, with magic, mayhem, high seas. We got pirates again. There's going to be sorcerers, forbidden artifacts, lots of mystery, and one woman's determined quest to seize a final chance at glory and write her own legend. So this is supposedly set a thousand years before the City of Brass um, series that she oh, wrote. I love that it's in the same universe. So it's in the same universe, but again, you can read them separate. And historical fantasy, we got sci-fi in here as well. And this is an adult fantasy series. Mm-hmm. But, but just the cover alone, for some reason, really caught my eye on this oh, one. Oh, for it's sure. beautiful. And I've heard wonderful things about this, and I'm really excited to dig in. Number 10 on our list is by one of my favorite authors, TJ Klune. It is In the Lives of Puppets. His writing can be really subtle, but have a big impact on your heart. So with TJ, this specific one, the In the Lives of Puppets, it's a Swiss family Robinson meets Wally in this new standalone fantasy. And TJ invites you deep into the heart of a peculiar forest on the extraordinary journey of a family assembled from spare parts. So one of my favorite things about TJ's books is they always have this found family Mm. theme in them. And regardless of whether it's YA or adult or or middle grade, I feel like he gives people a place where they feel home, at home and safe. In this adult fantasy, there is also elements of sci-fi. It is an LGBTQ representation story. And ultimately, it comes down to what it means to be human. And I think all of his books kind of do that. So I'm very excited to dive into The Lives of Puppets. Okay, number 11 on our list is A Study in Drowning by Ava Reed. So Effie has always believed in fairy tales. She had no choice. Since childhood, she's been haunted by visions of the fairy king. She found solace only in the pages of a book, which is a tale about a mortal mortal girl who fell in love with the fairy king and then destroys him. So when her family announces a contest to redesign the late author's estate, Effie feels certain this is her destiny. But apparently that is not quite the case. A lot of things go wrong. 
And then there are dark force, dark forces, both mortal and magical, that conspire against her, and the truth may bring her to her ruin. I love it. So there's quite a lot going on again with the kind of haunted dark academia. There's the fantasy vibe, and there is some part like rivals to lovers mm-hmm. romance, which I'm a I'm a fan of. And there's some gothic mystery, and this is a debut YA novel for Ava Reed, which always a fan of that. I know, and the fact that it's it's getting such amazing ratings mm-hmm. and is making it onto a lot of people's lists. And I love that it's a debut author. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really excited. This is at the top of my TBR pile right now. All right, reader. Thank you for listening to the Lit Droid podcast. Make sure to rate and review us. And like a good book, don't forget to recommend us to your friends. <laughs>